You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are having a positive Employment Rights Week. So this week, as we move into the second month of the new tax year, we're taking a look at the workings of the national minimum wage. The significance of looking at the national minimum wage at this particular moment in time, whenever you're listening to this podcast episode, is that the rate payable under the national minimum wage is reviewed in the first week of April every year. And because we've just passed that, it's useful to look at this subject now. And it's a subject we return to every year to make sure that our listeners fully understand their rights in this particular area. Now, the national minimum wage is payable to every worker in the UK and there is the additional national living wage which is also payable to every worker who is aged 25 and over. And the way the national living wage and the national minimum wage works is that your employer can pay you anything above the rates of the national living wage and the national minimum wage. But your employer cannot pay you below these set levels because the levels of the national minimum wage and the national living wage are set in law. They're part of your employment rights. And so to pay you below these levels would in fact be breaking the law. So starting with the national living wage, this is an hourly rate of pay that is higher than the national minimum wage. And the rate for the national living wage increases every year, as we've just stated. And that increase takes place at the start of the new tax year, which is usually the first week of April. So in April 2021, the national living wage has increased from £8.72 an hour to £8.91 an hour. This is what you are entitled to by law per hour if you are aged 25 and over. Now, in an unexpected act of generosity, Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor, announced for the very first time that the national living wage will be paid to all workers aged 23 years and over. And what that will mean is that the national living wage from now on instead of being paid to you when you're 25, will now be paid to you when you are 23. So if this is you and you were 23 by the first week of April, you need to make sure that number one, you are being paid at national living wage levels and not national minimum wage levels because there is a difference. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is that you need to make sure you are paid at £8.91 per hour and above. 
If you were paid at national minimum wage levels, then you would only be paid £8.36 an hour. Now, you might think to yourself, there isn't much difference between £8.36 an hour and £8.91 an hour. But every little helps. So you need to be sure if you were 23 by the 1st of April that you are being paid at the national living wage hourly rates. Okay, so that's the national living wage. For everyone who is 22 years old and younger, you will be paid at the national minimum wage level. The national minimum wage is payable to every worker and the hourly rate of this payment is increased every year, again at the start of every new tax year. And so this tax year, in April 2021, the national minimum wage increases are for workers aged 21 to 22, you were paid £8.20 per hour and that has now gone up to £8.36 an hour from the 1st of April. For workers aged 18 to 20, you were paid £6.45 an hour and so your hourly rate has now gone up to £6.56 per hour. For workers aged 16 to 17, you were paid £4.55 per hour and that has gone up to £4.62 per hour. And for anyone who is an apprentice, before the 1st of April, you were paid £4.15 per hour and that has gone up to £4.30 per hour. So the key thing you need to be aware of is that you are being paid at the right hourly rate for your age for every hour you work. Now, these rates will be put into the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. So don't worry if you miss them. All you need to do is look for the notes that come with this podcast episode and the rates will be put in there so you can copy them down. But again, the key thing to remember is up to the age of 22, you will have a range of payments linked to your age. And from the age of 23, you are no longer paid the national minimum wage. You are now paid the national living wage. And so you need to check that your employer has transferred you onto the new hourly rate. Now, when you're checking that you're being paid at the right hourly rate, you need to be aware that there are certain payments that your boss cannot use to increase your hourly rate to the legal national minimum wage level or to the legal living wage level. And this means that your employer can't use any tips or gratuities that you receive and use these to boost your hourly rate. Your employer also cannot use any pay enhancements that you might receive for working things like bank holidays or overtime and to try and suggest that by paying you this extra money that you're somehow receiving the national living or national minimum wage simply because you're being paid more. And your employer also cannot use any advanced payments to your wages or any support that your employer or your boss might be giving you. Like, for example, giving you a loan to buy a car or giving you a loan to buy a travel card. 
your employer cannot use these types of payments to try to inflate your hourly rate. So this means that even if you're getting any or all of these things, that's tips or gratuities from work or overtime or extra pay for working bank holidays or any enhanced payments, even if you're getting any or all of these types of payments, none of them count towards your hourly rate and your employer still needs to pay you either the national living wage rate of £8.91 per hour if you're aged 23 and over or the correct national minimum wage for your age if you are 22 years old and younger. Now what you also need to know is that it's against the law for your employer not to pay you at the correct rate of pay. Your employer can pay you more than the national living or minimum wage. They can do that all day long. But it is against the law for your employer to pay you less than the legal limits. And you also need to know that HMRC will not take kindly to employers who illegally underpay their workers. So if you find that your employer is underpaying you your legal hourly rate, HMRC can issue your employer with a notice of arrears that instructs your employer to pay you any outstanding monies that are owed to you. But in addition to this, your employer could also face a penalty for not paying you the correct rate of pay. And HMRC could also take your employer to the civil courts where your employer could face a maximum fine of £20,000 for not paying you at the correct hourly rate. And that's not the end of it. Your employer could also be publicly named and shamed by HMRC as an employer who has broken the law. And your employer could also find themselves and the people representing them being banned from holding company directorships for anything up to 15 years. So that's what HMRC could do if you are underpaid. But what could you do if your employer doesn't pay you the national living or minimum wage? Well, what you can do is make a complaint to an employment tribunal. And there are three types of complaints you could bring to a tribunal. Firstly, you could complain that you have not received the correct legal hourly rate for your age. Secondly, you could complain to a tribunal about your hourly rate being underpaid and class that complaint as an unlawful deduction from your wages. Because to make this claim, you don't need to have two years continuous service with your employer. Your hourly rate is protected by law from day one. So a tribunal would simply look at this type of claim as a claim of unfair treatment and unlawful deductions from your wages because you have been denied your legal right to a legal hourly rate. And the final claim you could bring could be a claim for age discrimination under the Equality Act because the failure of your employer to pay you at the correct hourly rate for your age could be interpreted as something your employer is doing to you because of your age and for no other reason.
So if you're listening to this episode and you're wondering what the first thing is that you should do, your first step should be to check your wage slip and to go straight to your hourly rate and check that you have a standalone hourly rate that is not made up of any other payments. Then if you find that you are not receiving the right hourly rates, you need to check when this started and how long it's been happening and whether it's been happening for the whole of the time that you've been working for your employer. And you also need to check that you have been transferred onto the national living wage if you are 23 years old and above. When you've checked all of this information, if you find you have not received the right hourly rate, your starting point is to make your employer aware that you are entitled to the right hourly rate by law and that you must be paid the appropriate rate. If this doesn't happen, you're into the area of lodging a complaint under your company's grievance procedures. And then following the lodging of that complaint, if your employer still doesn't pay you the right rate, your next step would be an employment tribunal and you would have to file that claim within three months minus one day of the date when you found out and notified your employer that you are being paid at the wrong rate. You can access grievance support documents from the links in the show notes for this podcast edition if you need help to make a complaint at work. And that's it for this week. Remember, if you like what we are doing, you can like, share and subscribe to our podcast and you can also leave us a review on iTunes to help us to boost the podcast's visibility. We would really appreciate this and it helps us to grow the podcast. Until next week, thanks for listening and have a great week. Bye for now.